Hello and welcome to the first episode of the True Dat Podcast, uh, Saints eccentric podcast where we talk about the Saints. Uh, here we are in week four, and the Saints just honestly blew the shitload while we were watching the game. Uh, it's my name is Carlos, and um, Juan, tell a little bit about yourself. This is Juan. How you doing? This is Juan. How are we doing today? We're doing. Uh, <laughs> we lost. So uh, how do you think we're doing today? <laughs> Not well. It's been a bad weekend. <laughs> so, so to be clear, um, we're, we're going to do a little thing on this podcast, right? I'm about four drinks in, maybe five. I don't know. I was at a bar. Uh, have you had any <laughs> drinks today? I have not. And you were at the game? Yes. Okay. So how, so let, let's start with the good part. How was the atmosphere at the game? Um, it was a little strange. Uh, 2006 strange or 2020 strange? No, it was, it it almost felt like everybody really wanted to be amped up Uh and you just never got there. Okay. You know, it it just, I'm sorry. Define that. It just like the vibe was there, but it just wasn't executed by the fans. So if, if that makes any sense. Okay, so obviously the uh just to be clear to the listeners, uh I'm a long time Saints fan. You and I have been to many Saints games. Uh we've been you've been yep. a season ticket holder since two thousand six. Uh obviously yep. I go to many of the important games with you. Um, we were there for the 2006 home opener against Atlanta. We were there for the NFC Championship game against uh, Minnesota. Uh, we were there for the NFC Championship game against the Rams, where, you know, yes. the blown PI call. Uh, we were there a year and a half ago for the Minnesota game against uh, in the divisional round, right? Where we lost. Yes. So how would you compare it to those atmospheres? Um, it if you rank them all down, this is like the worst atmosphere that I've I've experienced. So we, you and I talked last night, and to be full disclosure, uh, a lot of fans thought this might be close to the 2006 game, right? I, I disagreed with that because the 2006 game, um, people were... I still remember, and I told you this last night, right? And walking through the dome and having people say... Oh, I'm glad you made it alive, right? Thank you. You know, it's good to see you back at the Saints game, right? Um, that was Katrina. Ida, far different from that, but is it kind of like that? Or was it just kind of like the fans weren't sure how to root or kind of... I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, I mean, yes, you had that kind of sense, right? Yeah, you asked individuals, you know, how they were doing. But, you know, the people that that, that sit around us, you know, that were there... Mm-hmm. But it was also, okay, you're also dealing with, like, this is the first time we've had to deal with it in the Dome with COVID. Correct. It's been, what, 18, uh, last true full Saints game was January 2020, uh, yeah. um, which was the loss to Minnesota. Yes. Still painful loss, but not as bad so, as the Minneapolis yeah, Miracle. So, but. so you would think, okay, we haven't been in here in that long, mm-hmm. and you kind of started feeling that energy, but it just wasn't. It, it 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 wasn't being executed from the from the fans. Maybe it's because half individuals were still you know wearing masks, and you know you could you could sense like people were like, oh, I'm not going to wear this, you know, because you know 
I don't okay. have to now. So, so that being said, you you were mostly in the dome and, and and not being political here. You're vaccinated, right? Yes, I am. So, masks are mandatory in the dome. Yes, okay. unless uh-huh. you are eating or drinking. So, for the most <laughs> so, part, so to be clear, I'd be drinking the whole fucking time. But go ahead. Yes, yes. So, for the most part, you know, you have you know you have a drink, a soft drink, a beer, whatever. You don't have to, you know, bourbon. You're not wearing it. Okay. So that's pretty much how you're getting around it, which is fine. Yes. But you know, you still have you know individuals kind of like talking. You know, you can hear individuals talking, and it's like. Okay, are we here to watch a game or are you here to be like, you know, a social, you know, a warrior? Okay, you know, that's interesting. That's, uh-huh. It was just you had a few, you know, kind of things like that happening that I that I was kind of re- reading around around, you know, around the area. So you're saying that more Sings fans were there for the social aspect, which to be fair, we haven't had a, a social world in in a year and a half. Uh, but you would you say that more Saints fans were there to be social than they were to cheer on the Saints? Yes, but I mean that's you know that's going to any game. You know people are there of to course, like you yeah. know they end up talking, and that's what you that, that's what you're getting. I mean I would think that you know if you haven't been in here in over a year. Like okay, it's time to you know you know get amped up with this. Even when they do you know the who that chant. Okay, okay, you would think okay now it's going to get amped up. It just never got there. So who did the who that? Uh, I explained that to someone earlier today to to kind of explain a little bit. Unless you're in the dome, it's hard to explain, right? I mean, you know, it's it's a simple thing. But unless you're in there, it's hard to understand what it's about. But for for those of you that haven't been to a Saints game in many years or what have you, um, right after the coin toss, toss, excuse me, uh, a player goes to the 20-yard line, stands there for a second, and then drops his, his arm, and that's the cue for the Saints to start doing the Who Dat chant three times in a row. Who did it today? I'm going to be honest. I wasn't there to see who did it. I'm I sorry, actually what? went to the restroom before. I, this is Juan I'm talking to, right? Yes. Can, can we get Crystal on the line? Was she there, or, <laughs> or did she have your nuts in? She, she, doesn't, she doesn't know. Oh. She doesn't know who players are. So she not only should she have your nuts, she also has uh, your knowledge. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Okay, so but go ahead. You were you were talking about that. But no, no, yeah. So you would think, okay, so then you know it starts off, and then you know, okay, so we go what? We go defense first. Yes. And we get three and uh, out. Yeah, three and we, out. we get the three and out. Mm-hmm. And okay, so yeah, you're amped. You're amped about that because you know the defense has been playing incredible. Mm-hmm. And then we go the th- we three go with three and three out. and out. And then right then and there, it just you start hearing that uh, Jameis is in, shouldn't be the starter. That's when all that starts, okay. and you start start hearing that you know go through. Okay. You know, and then you start hearing individuals scroll, put Taysom in. Oh, it's like, I mean, we're a year after this, you know, like. So, so to fast forward a little bit, what Taysom throws the interception, right? Uh, no one says anything. No one said anything. Other than, you know, come on, you, the, 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 the typical. But the, the vibe, honestly, I would get mm-hmm. is Jameis throws that pick. It's, oh, it's like. Yes, bench him. Put it should be Taysom's team. You know, it, it it's that mentality. And again, 
you know, we go with the way we're going with this podcast with, with what I think you want to do with it. You want to speak the truth. You want to speak of the real. It's, it's of called it. the True That Podcast for a reason, right? We're going to speak the yes. truth about the Saints. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts out there, and look, I'm a Saints fan, true and through and through, and and I love my Saints, but I'm also the biggest critic. You know, to to go a step further, you, my boy. And you heard me last night after the LSU game, right? I love my LSU Tigers, but you know how I felt last night, right? I'm going to keep it real. We're going to keep it real on this podcast. And when there's time for praise, there's time for praise. And when there's time to criticize, there's time to criticize. Plain and simple. I'm, I I love my Saints. I've been a Saints fan since the 80s, since the Dome Patrol, right? When, when I remember yeah. Vaughn Johnson going on the news and saying, offense, give us 13 points, we'll win every fucking game. And the offense couldn't do that under Bobby Hebert. I love me some Bobby Hebert. He's the founding father of Houdat Nation. But they couldn't put 13 points on the damn board. So we're going to yeah, keep it real. So that's basis. what this podcast is about. And... <laughs> And okay, so like let's let's look at it like now. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 know you got them down to ten points in in the in the fourth. Uh yeah, or, uh, yeah, third. ten points in the going into the fourth. They scored eleven points in the fourth quarter and six points in overtime. How do like okay so like that's what you know like I want to go home like I'm, I'm home now I want to watch this game again so I can like see it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and understand like where did we mess up? Okay, so I'm going to break down a couple stats for you, right? Um, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, 17 of 20, 23 for 226 yards. Okay, a touchdown, zero interceptions. I, I, I'm sorry, but even under Drew Brees, 17 of 23, 226. We're taking that any day of the week, right? Yeah, and we're winning a game. We're winning yes. a game. Alvin Kamara, 26 rushes, 120 yards, 4.6 yards per carry, no touchdowns, right? Taysom Hill, 6 for 28, 4.7 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Taysom Hill at the quarterback position, 2 of 3 for 9 yards, 3 yards uh, uh, average, but an interception, right? So yes. the turnover battle, zero, right? We, we we got an interception to end the first half. We gave one back in the second half, zero, yes. even number. Even number at home, we should still win that game. Throw for 226 yards. And rush for 120, we should win that game. On the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones, 28 of 40 for 402 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Saquon Barkley, 13 rushes for 52 yards, four yards a carry, but 52 total yards rushing. Receiving Kenny Galladay, six for 116. 19 yards a carry, but a lot of that was at the end of the game. Which is was the difference in the game. Don't get me wrong here. Okay. I think Saquon was the difference in this game. And, and going into this game, I even talked to someone. I said, you know, a lot of the fantasy football pundits are, are saying Saquon's a top 10 running back in this game. I don't see that. But it ends up that he is, right? I mean, 5 for 74 on the reception yards with a touchdown. That makes yeah. his day. Yeah, no. I mean, that's – I mean, that touchdown – I mean, I, that touchdown was definitely the turning point in being in the dome. That was the turning point. That was like, okay, that all air went out. So, all air went out of out of everyone in that game. Because so, before that, mm-hmm. okay, before that, I had the feeling like we started playing almost that prevent defense, prevent offense type thing, which we all know all right? prevents we, us from winning. We've yes. all been Saints fans long enough to know that just prevents us from winning. 
Yes. It and that touchdown, just the way it happened, mm-hmm. it just took I mean, if it would have been Saquon rushing it in from like three yards out, okay, it's it's no big deal. Right. But the way it was a pass for what, fifty something? Mm-hmm. You know, that again, a big place like that takes, you know, takes the takes the air out of everybody. It in the does. Dump. It does. And it did. It did there. But when the air wasn't even there, it just deflated even, you know, to the max. So going into this game, a lot of the belief was, you know, the Saints are finally at home. They've been on the road for a month. You know, they're back at home. They're sleeping in their own beds. You know, blah, 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 blah. They're around their families, whatever. Last week's Saints game versus last week's Saints team versus this week's Saints team. What's your thoughts? Um, I think it's it's what we told. It's what we talked about earlier or yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's all it all depends on whether we show up to play down to our opponent or to play up to the opponent. Mm-hmm. And today we played down. Other than like halfway through the second through halfway through the third. Yeah, we played two quarters of football. Yes. Unfortunately, it's a four-quarter game. Yes. If it was hockey, and it would only that, be three periods, but we're not talking hockey here. That that first quarter and a half and that last quarter and a half, don't know what we were doing. How much of it do you think is the lack of receiving options that we have? Jameis had time in the pocket. Contrary to the Carolina game, Jameis had time in the pocket, right? And I need to go back and look at the in, in, in the film. I, I looked on Game Pass before we got on the air because I wanted to see a little bit of it. It's not there yet. Um, but contrary to the Carolina game, he had time, and he just couldn't execute. And Okay, so you more than anyone, right? I, I mean, a lot of people, anyone that knows me knows I'm not a Jameis Winston fan. I've always, I've always despised the guy. That being said, I think he's a better option to Taysom Hill. However, to go back to the Carolina game, there was one particular play from snap to sack, two seconds. I yes. don't care who you are. You're, you're not getting a pass home in that time frame. In this game, he had more time, right? But he had nowhere to throw. Now, I don't know if, and then I wasn't there, and I got to go back and look at the film, but how much of it is that he didn't have receivers open or he has been ingrained in him under Sean Payton that if the receiver's not open, don't throw it, right? So he's not taking that gamble. And just kind of trying so, to zip it in there. So one thing I can say about mm-hmm. regarding that is yeah. for some reason or another, he doesn't believe a tight end should catch a ball. Juwan Johnson was, scored the first touchdown though. Or the only yeah, no, no. But like that that to him is a receiver. Okay. If Juwan Johnson catches the, the touchdown he, he scored today, mm-hmm. he was in the slot position. And he was double covered. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he like we need, like he doesn't know how to re- to to get to a tight end if the tight end is on the line. Okay, because okay. Trotman, on on three separate occasions, from what I saw, from mm-hmm. where my point of view, yeah, if he looks over in his direction, he's got Trotman for a, for reception and open for a good fifteen yards. Okay, but to be fair, how many passes of Jameis Winston has Trotman dropped? Yeah, he's dropped a he's dropped a few. So it, it, and and please, I'm not trying to defend Jameis. Understand that 100 percent because I'm the last guy defending the guy, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's at some point that plays into the psyche, right? Even under Drew, a guy drops the ball too many passes. I don't know that I'm looking at that guy. 
But uh, but under Drew, he would not even either immediately or within a couple pass plays later go back to that receiver just to give him that confidence back. True. He, but how he, much he, of that he, was he, Drew and how much of that was Sean? Yeah. I'm sorry, Coach Payton. Coach Payton's been very uh, Coach Payton is a hard ass motherfucker. Okay, let's be let's be clear. This is an explicit podcast. We're gonna talk how it is, right? He he he's a hard ass motherfucker. But he also tries to build up that player that he believes in, right? If it's a player he doesn't yes. believe in anymore, he's gonna cast them out. And I don't know where Troutman sits at this point. I, I going into the season, I thought Troutman was the next Jimmy Graham, right? But I don't know anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, you you really can't say where our tight end. I mean, you've got Johnson as our tight end, but I mean, I, he, I mean, he's a receiver. Just you know, they just moved him to the tight end position. When it comes down to it, he's never going to be lined up as a tight end on the line. He's Trump always going to be Juwan in that Johnson. Slot. Which one are we talking Juwan about? Juwan Johnson. Okay, sorry. Juwan Johnson. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I, I think Trotman now is going to be more of a of a of a pass protection or a run blocking tight end mm-hmm. until they can figure out you know what his skill set is. But I mean, I have not, I've never been huge on Trotman. I think we've passed on a few other tight ends that I think would have been better. Kobe Fleener. Um. Oh no, Kobe Fleener was fucking terrible. But is I mean, it terrible no, look, or terrible? We, he was terrible. Kobe Fleener was one of the worst decisions we've ever made as a as a franchise. And the unfortunate part about it is that we I, stuck I, with I'm him so, for what, four years. I, I'm sorry, but Jason David. Like I said, he's one of them. He's one of them. Offensively wise, he's one of the worst decisions we've ever made. <laughs> you know I'm going to call now, you out. You know I'm going to call you out. Yes, Jason David yes. to me is still one of the worst. Brandon uh, Browner, uh, he brought us a Super Bowl, but Sharper was was another questionable call. But you know, he brought us a Super Bowl at least. You know, whatever. Yeah. But offensively, we didn't yes, know what he was oh. doing. All, we didn't know what he was doing. You know, uh, you know, at night. We didn't know what Bill Cosby was doing at night either. But you know, that's all the story. <laughs> so, overall impressions on this game. What are your thoughts? I mean, is it are, are we this game? Are we the Green Bay game? Are we the Panthers game? Are we the Patriots game? Where are we? I, I honestly, I think we're both because we. I mean, we've seen two games. So we're Jekyll where, and Hyde. Yes, we're definitely Jekyll and Hyde is right now. Je- okay, so so to go a step further, are we Jekyll and Hyde based on Jameis, which is what the media will portray tomorrow? Let's make that one hundred percent clear. Jekyll and Hyde is going to be no. Jameis, but to me, Jameis, the, to me, the Jekyll and Hyde is Sean Payton. But what's your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, right now, I, I think we're Jekyll and Hyde when it comes. It's not. It's not Jameis. It's. I think has to do with play calling. I don't think Sean right now, one hundred percent, still believes in Jameis to run his offense at one hundred percent. So, are I mean, you defending Jameis is that what is that what I'm hearing? I, I mean, I, I could be defending him for you know for a little bit. I'll, I'll be that guy right now. I'll, I'll be that guy. I, I always knew you were a Tampa Bay Buccaneer slash Florida State fan. Oh, geez. Here we go with this. Here we if, go if with only, this. If only it was Matt Ryan, then I would truly know you're, you're, uh, you're a Falcons fan. I, I, hey, we're going to call shots here, right? I mean, this is what it is, right? We're going yes. to keep it real. We're going to keep it real. <laughs> 
Rosas, does Rosas need to go or what? Yes, absolutely needs to go. Okay, so you're in New Orleans, so you you hear more. Did we work out any kickers this week, or or was this just? Uh, no, a, I, I, I was no, surprised. I don't think we did. You, you and I texted during the game last week. I was surprised Rosas wasn't cut on Monday. Yeah, no. Uh, as far as I know, like I, I don't recall seeing, reading anything, or either. watching anything that they that they brought anybody in. But I think that had something to do with that in the first what the first quarter when they went for it on fourth and fourth and two. I said that to the, the person I was with at the bar. I, I think the reason we went for it on fourth and one was because we didn't trust Rosas. And, and, and part think, of it was the, and so, so to be clear, part of it was we didn't trust Rosas. Part of it was the arrogance of coach Payton, which is what we love and hate about him. Right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Now I, okay. So I will say, okay, so, you take that play. Mm-hmm. We get them to we get them to kind of come off. If he hikes the ball, it's a first down, so it's a moot fucking point, which he didn't do. So I'm thinking, okay, so they they doing this play just to call the defense off. At right? first, I thought that. At first, I thought that, right? But when we go into the timeout and then we come back and play offense, I don't know anymore. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not going to do it again. You I, like? I'm thinking, okay, we're not going to we're going to run a play because we're not going to call. You know. To like do a hard hard count to pull them off because that we didn't did. work already. No, okay. Well, again, I mean, I didn't. I'm not seeing it from from all there. You know, we or ran the ball down to like two seconds left on the play clock, right? And then we hiked the ball or snapped the ball or whatever the term you want to use, right? So I yeah. think at some level they were trying for that, but it's kind of we're going to go to this till the two second mark, and then we're going to snap the ball and see what happens. But I mean, does that does that have to do with you know? Again, I mean, you look at a few other situations that we've had. Okay, we run that play and then it doesn't work. That we can't draw them off off sides. So what do we do? We bring in the the kicking team, right? And I think that's the issue we have right now. He doesn't trust them in that long of a, of yardage. Well, he missed it. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So are we just buying time until Lutz comes back or? Do you think, okay, so here we are one week later, Russ is gone tomorrow. We know Coach Payton has no issue cutting punters and kickers. Mm. Oh, so, yeah, I, I, would, I would think they're looking at the free agent market and I don't know who's, who's available out there. Okay. I mean, you would have to. Because, I mean, again, that's three points that, that possibly – but okay, change the outcome of this game. So play with devil, devil's advocate for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's three points, right? Maybe yeah. that's the difference between overtime and it's not. We don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you, you don't know. But again, it's not having the the, the the trust in that player to go for it, you know, or or even even still, you know. If you want to play devil's out, you know, not devil's advocate, but right. if you want to look at it this way, why not even punt it at that point? Try to, you know, not give them the ball there, possibly, you know, now you're playing the field game because you're not, you're stopping them at that point anyway. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that, that's another, you know, thing that I'm, that was going through my head at that, at that point. Okay. So if you're not going to go for the field goal, why not, why not punt it? And play the field, you know, the, the the field advantage there. I don't know. I mean, it's just, 
I mean, I, I mean, again, you know, we're an hour and two hours after the game. So, you know, you're kind of like thinking of it. Two hours slash five bourbons in, but whatever. Who's counting? <laughs> so, okay. So on our, on our first possession, we punted on us on our second possession. We turned over on downs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. we turned over on downs at the Giants 29. I, I question that call, right? I mean, it was it was fourth and three. We gave the ball to Alvin Kamara, and I still question whether or not he got that first down, right? In my opinion, he did, but I'm a little biased on that. Just like on that first touchdown, right? To me, Ross's okay. ass was down on the ground. It shouldn't have been a touchdown, but I understand why they why they kept the call. Mm-hmm. So here's looking at it, okay, and and you know how it is in stadiums, mm-hmm. right? You know, if they if it shows that he didn't make it, they don't show the replays on the screen. They didn't show the replays on the screen. They did or didn't? <laughs> didn't. Okay, and that's why I text you, right? Because, to, in my opinion, his ass was down, okay? And it hadn't crossed the plane. But, again, I understand why they oh. called it that way or, or why they upheld the call because yes. it— Looked like it was, and it wasn't video, unrefuted video evidence that it wasn't a touchdown, right? Yeah. Okay, but what? what okay, so yeah, I agree that from from our point of view, that looked like it was a touchdown. That you know that he fumbles initially. Yes. Uh huh. Initially. Now you know. Now there's the talk, and like I started talking to somebody up there, and we're like, oh, you know, he didn't complete, you know, the play to the ground. He did. We, you know, but again, to us, uh-huh. it didn't look no, like no, he I did. I get it. I get it. You know, because we're not getting the replays, mm-hmm. you know, like you are, on, like you are on TV. Now the play that I was talking about was Alvin Kamara. Uh huh. Yeah. Go they ahead. didn't. They didn't show the replay on that because it. It looked when they first showed it. It looked like he was short because if he would have like extended his arms out, okay, he would have gotten it, and he didn't do that. Okay, so what if I told you he did extend his arm out? Then okay, then I would say then yeah. So initially, like on, on first few, I'm like, why the fuck did he not extend his arm out? On replay, you see him extend his arm out. Like at first, I was like, okay, it's short. We're, we're short by half a yard. It's it goes the other way. On replay, I'm like. Mm-key. That looked like he extended his arm out. He might have gotten it. Was his, was his knees down? I mean, because again, I haven't seen it. I, like, I they need to look it. at the replay to make sure one hundred percent. But from the replay that I saw, and unfortunately, it's not reviewable, right? Unless the coach challenges, is unless the coach challenges. To me, it looked like he had made the first down. But are you willing to risk a challenge at that point in the game against yeah. what you feel is an inferior team in the Giants? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think you, I don't, I don't think you call it because again, the way, you know, it's played out at that point, you're pretty much stopping them. So you're hoping your, your defense can show up and get a stop, which they did mm-hmm. on the next, on the next series. So, I mean, that, that plays, I mean, it's a, it's a moot point because it was like no harm or, or foul there, you right. know? Yeah, exactly. So how much, it, not being in the dome, looking at it on TV, 600 miles away. A lot of it, a lot of the calls seemed like Sean Payton felt like we got this game one. There's no reason to kind of 
There's no reason to challenge. There's no window, no reason to push it. Is that the vibe yeah, you got so, there? Yes. It, 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 again, it was almost. It's that it was that feeling that, you know, we. And again, it's it's going to where like you kind of know how he plays, you know, how he scripts out the game, right? Yeah. So you know he's playing for having the, the ball last on the in the first half just to get it back in the in the second half. Mm-hmm. So you know to get the double points right there, right? Mm-hmm. So in your head, you know, and again, when I'm when we're there at the game, you're you you know you're playing it that way, right? You know, right. you're kind of like kind of seeing it in that aspect, yeah. you know, not as like you are, you know. You're following the ebb and flow of the game while you're there. I get it. You don't yes. have replays and, and and commentators and all that kind of shit to kind of yeah. sway your opinion. So I mean, yeah, you so you're kind of looking at it. Okay, so we can kind of give the, give this series up, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll just get it on on the next. Yeah, one. we'll catch the next. So one. yeah, you and and unfortunately that the defense was doing that at that point, mm-hmm. but the offense just wasn't. I agree, but. <sighs> But that's where I struggle with this, right? Because Camaro rushed for 120 yards in this game, right? And mm-hmm. Winston threw for 226, which is the most he's thrown all season long. So offensively, we had a, a 400 yards of, of total offense, which is the most we've seen this year. Okay, so let me let me say this and see if this makes any sense. Um, a guy that was sitting sitting above us, you mm. know, me and him started talking, and we kind of like this is what I said okay. is that it almost seems like Payne is still calling the game with Drew Brees's ability at the quarterback position. I disagree. You do? I one hundred percent disagree with you. Th- that's just the way it. It seems like to me, it, it just seems like he's not. Like, I don't want Jameis to be airing it out 50 fucking times because we know that's just bad. Correct. And that's why not, I disagree with your opinion on that. Go, but go ahead. Sorry. But it's just that I, I don't think that he's running or he's calling plays that fit Jameis's skill set. Like, I don't like I don't see you know, yes, he's hitting those intermediate throws, and I mm-hmm. think we need more of that. And when it okay, so when it comes to wide receivers, and you talked you asked this earlier, this the, the wide receiver skill set. Mm-hmm. Him and him and uh number eleven, him and um what's his name? The the, the pun returner, kick returner. Dante Hill. Um Don, uh, Dante yeah. Harris, sorry, not Dante Harris. Hill. Yeah. Apparently they have some kind of chemistry. They do because that's because that's who he's going to. That's his now, favorite. But he's also the best route runner, right? I mean, let, let's 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 be real. He is the best route runner of the receivers right now. Yeah, and, and so conversely on that, you see that there's no chemistry there between Taysom and and, and Harris because that's who he threw it to on a jump ball. Which is the dude's, uh, the dude's four foot three. Why are you throwing yes. a jump ball at him? Yes, exactly. And that's why that play made no sense to me. Like, why are you throwing it up to him? Like, so, okay, maybe you underthrew it because the dude is speedy, but it just – and that's the thing about Taysom's – when he throws that, that deep ball, mm-hmm. it just looks like when he throws it, 
it like it goes straight and then it just goes up, mm-hmm. like a like like a frisbee. Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, right now Marcus Callaway is Marcus Colson, and Dante Harris is Devery Henderson. Hendr- uh, De- Dante Harris was the short out or the long go. Yes. And Marcus Colston or slash Marcus Callaway is running the intermediate routes, which aren't open or they're not open enough for Jameis Winston to throw that pass. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. The unfortunate part of it is we don't have that other guy like Shockey slash uh, Graham slash no. uh, Josh Hill, if you will, that can that other guy, right? That other receiver or, or even let, let's yes. go David Patton or um, Meacham or, or what have you. I, I, I don't know, but we don't have that third option to kind of be a mixture of the two. I think Jawan Johnson is the closest thing to that, but they don't trust him because he's not there yet. Yes. And I think they were hoping Hogan was that guy. And I'm not sure that Hogan is. I mean, no, he's a Hogan, white guy catching the ball. I mean, let's be real here. Hogan now is so like he's not getting separation from from defenders. No, he's not. And when and when he does get the separation, it's because the defender has just knows that they, they they've given up throwing it to that side to him. Right. So they've already moved on to help. You know on the interior of, of, of the field mm-hmm. or move over to the top. No, I agree. So now, go ahead. No, now, go ahead. but, but I mean, does bringing in, does bringing in Hogan, did it help in, in, did they think it was be more help in the locker room with Tom, Mike Thomas out? No. Or, you know, were they expecting more out of him I think they that they're were ex- just not getting? In my personal opinion, they were expecting that intermediate route got, right? Uh, where they weren't sure what to expect out of Trotman. They weren't sure to expect what a, a Jawan Johnson. So he was going to be that quote unquote receiver slash tight end guy. And yeah, he hasn't been there. The, 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 well, the, the, like, the slot, if you will. Yeah. Again, he yeah, he's definitely not that anymore. No, he he is not. He's not that. He was a quarterback in college for crying out loud. I don't think people remember mm-hmm. this. He was a quarterback at Stanford, and yet he conver- well, and so was Wes Welker, and he ended yeah, up being pretty I, good in his career. And, but but see, that's another thing that gets me is that okay, if and I'm not putting this on, like on the white. That's the only you know position that the white guy should be in. But most white whoa, guys whoa, are in the whoa, slot. Why you gotta be racist about this, man? I mean, I'm I'm just, I'm just keeping it real, yo. Oh, you know, this is this is we keeping it real, right? We we are, but we don't have to be racial about it. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry for putting it that way, but he's never in the slot. I didn't see him in the slot today. No. And so you, where, where was he lined up? Was he on the outside? No, yeah, he was in. The, he was like usually in the, in the wide position. Okay, why? He's a white guy. He can't run fast. He, oh, he he's on Dom BB. No, Sorry. but he's a, he's a West Walker. West Walker is in the slot. West Walker did all his damage in the slot. Well, exactly, but you said he wasn't lined up in the slot. He was lined up on the outside. So why are we lining him up on the outside? Yeah, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm not calling plays. I'm not. I'm not. 
I mean, if I can get if I can get in the office, I like I'll start talking to people. But you know, I'm not there yet. Well, I mean, so so what you're saying is you're not putting forth enough effort to get into Saints camp and ask Coach Payton why? Well, yes, I, I don't ha- I don't have the uh, the credential. Maybe if this gets enough listeners, you know, maybe I can get a credential. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, all right, so so we're 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 36 minutes into this. Overall, your impressions on the game today. I mean, what thoughts? I mean, from from being there, it looked like our defense played well, and then it just got tired. But not the interior. It just seemed like our 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 defensive backs got mentally tired. And offensively wise, I just it, it just looked like like it, it almost felt like I almost thought that they felt that they could just turn it on at any moment and it never did. No, it, it, I, I agree with you 100%. So there's an, there's another podcast I listen to. It's called the don't patrol podcast and, and I'll give them full credit for this, but like one of them used an analogy last year, right? You, you saw where like, you know, the saints would put up 40 points in a game and you're like, okay, this is us. We're, we're back to, to our offense as it is. And, then the next game comes out and you put up 15, 20 points, right? And that's not what we're used mm-hmm. to as Saints fans, right? Well, those of us that have been Saints fans for many years, we're like, woo we got 20 points, woo um, But over the last 15 years, that's not what we're used to on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, no. And Absolutely. I'm not saying we're Baltimore, right, where, where we need a Trent Dilfer and, and just don't turn the ball over, which honestly, to this four weeks into the season – uh, Jameis Winston, two two interceptions. I'll, I'll take that all day long, but yes. we're just not winning, right? Yeah. But conversely, the defense, and honestly, the secondary looked exposed today, which is what my concern was going into this season. And and I would love to sit here. It was, it was a depot, and the rookie got, honestly, on that touchdown to Barkley, it was it was my, a Lattimore that got exposed. It, yeah, it was Lattimore on that. And I don't understand, like, so thinking of it, and, and I haven't seen the play, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like he, it's like Lattimore bites on like the pump fake, mm-hmm. and he, like, he never does that. No, I, I, I agree. And at that point, you know, I don't know if he thought that he had, you know, you know, help over the top, which he didn't. No, the safety wasn't there. Yeah. You know, it's just that. Again, that's why I'm saying that. It just seemed like the defensive backs just got mentally tired. So going forward, what do you what do you so we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. We'll call that we'll call today's game indifferent. Where do you see us going this season? I mean I think I mean looking at how we've played so far, mm-hmm. I I'm honestly I think it's gonna be back and forth, game game to game. It's going to be, we're going to come out looking like gangbusters. Next game, we're going to come out flat. So 10 and 7, it, 9 and 8, 8 uh, 9. And eight. Because honestly, right now, the way it's going and the way we're playing, the way it's showing to me on mm-hmm. on paper, we're just going to go back and forth. Have a great game, have a bad game. Have a great game, have a bad game. So I'll go 9 and 8 now. And 9 and 8 doesn't get us anywhere. No, which is which being real, right? We, we talked about this before the season started. What were your expectations going into this season? And that, that's exactly what I said. 
like 10, like 10 and seven, nine, eight, somewhere around there. I didn't think we were a, a, a 13 and four team. I, I didn't think we were like that better, but I mean, you come out like against green Bay and then, okay, maybe we are, you know, but then you come out against Carolina. Okay. We're not. <laughs> so we win next week against Washington. We go three and two into the bye week. Ideally, we get back McCoy. We get back uh, Michael Thomas. Thoughts? I mean, maybe those are the maybe McCoy in the you know getting him back that that solidifies that offensive line. It you know gets that more comfortable, makes Jameis more comfortable, and we can see what he does there. Um, but we've historically been really good at, you know, once a guy goes down, the next guy is just interchangeable. Yeah. Well, and, Clap came off of, of IR this week. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't know that our O-line was an issue this week. I mean, was there pressure on Davis from time to time? Sure. I mean, it's, it's the nature of the game, right? I mean, if, if in the NFL, if they're not putting pressure, unlike the Green Bay game, if Jameis has 10 seconds behind the line of scrimmage, I mean, come on, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And and I don't. There were plays where he had time, and there were plays where he was rushed a little bit, but it was never like, "Holy shit, this offensive line isn't doing anything." I mean, and going into the season, you know, mm-hmm. with Michael Thomas being out, mm-hmm. they automatically said Marcus Callaway is going to be the number one, right? And we're coming to see that he's not a number. Him one. being the number one is a lot worse than their number one defensive back. Yes. Because he is not getting open. So Thomas coming back, I mean, Cali going, you know, going up against the, you know, the number two DB. I mean, does, is he that much better than that guy? Who knows? I mean, it's just, I think going on, I think you'll see Cali coming along, but you still see the same thing. So is with, Callaway, uh, okay, so we, we talked about this a few days ago. Is Callaway a number two or a number three? I would I would say right now he's a number three with potential being the number two. Okay, so but Trey I think Quan right or, now Traquan or, or or Callaway. I would have to go Traquan right now. I agree with you, and that was my argument when the season started. I still think Traquan's a better receiver. He only he has a mm-hmm. small route tree, but at this point, all we need is go. We don't need you to yeah. run a, a small a short and out. Run the go and and pull some some coverage. You know, and when, you know, when Traquan goes down again, which he eventually he will, you know, hopefully, you know, Marcus can can fill in those fill in those steps. If fill not, in those Deontay Harris there. can fill in that, that, that. Deontay Harris can do it, yeah. I mean, again, he's two foot three, so I don't know how much he can do, but at least he can fill in on that route. Just don't, you know, just don't throw, a, you know, a jump off to Webster. In, in the you don't want to do that. The other thing in this game, and there's a part of it that's kind of, Taysom comes into the game, you know what's going to happen. It's almost scripted, right? It's Taysom comes into the game, we're going to run it over right tackle or between right tackle and right guard. It, it, it's a given. It, it just, it's just what's going to happen, right? And, yes. and we come to accept that. And, and, and you and I have talked about this. It's like, okay, at some point, this has to build up to the pass. And then today we finally did the pass, and it's like, who are you throwing it to? Yes. So for moving forward, just throw the, just run the fucking ball. But that interception, I believe that interception, he audibled out of a run to to see that pass play. I, I can see that. I haven't looked at the replay, but I could see that. I I I think he did. 
And again, I mean, you gotta give you gotta give it to Payton. He's gonna run that play with Taysom until it doesn't work. And he ran it, got two touchdowns out of that play. And and last and week and last week it, it, it killed the clock for seven minutes. Yes. Which is well, again, what okay, so this is a Saints podcast, but last night you and I were talking about the LSU game. The LSU didn't even try to fucking run the ball. And it's no. like you gotta at least try it, right? You may go for zero yards, but fucking try it. And and that's where at the Saints are. At least to keep the defense honest. You have to exactly. do it to keep the defense honest. I I, I want to say at least at one point in LSU's game last night, all 11 guys dropped back and said, you're not going to run the ball, so we're just going to drop by 11 guys. I mean, you know, so you got to at least keep trying, and I got to give Sean Payton credit for that. It's, you know, even if Taysom goes for one yard, we're still going to try it again. And I don't know when, but we're going to try it again, right? And, it, it, and over the last two weeks, it's worked for three touchdowns. So give it a chance. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I mean, do it until it no longer it works in that game, um, and then figure out a different way to run that play. And he caught a pass this game, which he hasn't done in in over a year, which I, I liked seeing. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I will say I'm not as this is this is my my Saint fandom coming in here, fight. I don't know that we're I still think we're probably a 10 and 7, 11 and 6 team. I think at some point they're going to write the ship. I think at at some point with 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 Michael Thomas and and Traquan Smith and and Armstead being healthy for a week and a half and 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 Eric McCoy coming back, they they will get a little bit of a role going here. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a a win and a loss, you know, type of thing, but today's game was just very very discouraging. I think it was but it's kind of as discouraging as today's game was. It's kind of what I expected from this team in the first half of the season. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with you. Which is why you I know, refused it, it, to pick them in a survivor pool. It's it's right now. This team is again. I think it's still trying to on both sides of the ball trying to find itself mm-hmm. in a sense where i think i mean i think they should like i saw a thing on it like we're what like in number six on in the run defense which is yeah. great i mean mm-hmm. we're stopping that we're doing that yeah um i mean the passing i think has gone down after today because we gave over 400 to daniel jones today correct um but i mean my my thing when it comes to okay, we're stopping the run, okay, mm-hmm. which is great. Correct. But we're not putting pressure on the quarterback. Where like is Cam Jordan like what is what is I think he had one pressure today. I think he got close to him one time. Mm-hmm. Like where like where like I'm, that's what I'm waiting to see. When is he gonna step up? When I, is he gonna take over? I think in order for Cam Jordan to step up, Peyton Turner, Passano, and, and honestly, we didn't see Passano today at all, right? And and Passano's been good nope. over the last few, well, when he wasn't, he was hurt in the Carolina game. But the two other games in that, Passano was a factor, right? Um, Peyton Turner, I think, is still dealing with an injury from the first, from, from game, from week two. Uh, we know Davenport's out. So when, when those guys aren't affected, what's Cam Jordan going to do? They're going to double team him regardless, right? It, it, it's, it's a yes. fact. And I think that's what we saw today. It was, okay, you're going to beat us, but you're not going to beat us with Cam Jordan. And I think that's what defenses have, have taken because, okay, let's take Hendrickson, for example, right? What has Hendrickson done away from the Saints? 
he's having about as good as a year as Cam Jordan is right now. Exactly. But he benefited yeah. a lot last year from Cam Jordan being on the other side. On the other side. And and I think that's Absolutely. where that's where Cam Jordan is, right? LT to go back old school, LT had his games where he didn't have sacks or he didn't do his thing because he was double and triple team. The difference was you had what Pepper Johnson on the other side that was doing shit, right? And and right now we don't have that person on the other side because Demario Davis is only so much he can do. Quan Alexander's out. And he has no help on the other side. The interior alignment on this defense aren't designed to get after the quarterback. They're and, designed to stuff the run. I think you said it right uh, last week, is that this defense is way different when Quan isn't in there. Of course. It's a completely different defense. And, and it's almost I scary just, how much of a defense, how much of a difference he makes on this defensive side. I wish yes. he could stay healthy because honestly, this is a top five defense with him in there. Without him in there, I love Demario. You know I love me some Demario Davis. Mm-hmm. But it's he's not Quan. No. No, no, he's not. And but you don't want Demario Davis to be Quan. No, you don't you want Quan to do what he does. And that's if it's a pass play, you want him to go after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow Davis isn't going to do that. No. So is this like Jerry Maguire and the Quan? Yes. <laughs> so does this mean he's going to want us to show him the money after this game or after this season? Uh, if the defense keeps playing the way it does and when he goes back in, it gets better. It's like, yeah, you're going to show him the money. Show me the money. That's going to be the intro to this to this damn podcast is show me the money. Uh <laughs> I haven't figured out the intro yet, but we're going to work on that. Um, so, uh, again, we, we've rambled on long enough, but uh, thoughts for the rest of the season? I mean, concerns, thoughts? What are um, you looking forward to? Um, well, I think, like we said, I, I think we need to get the, – the special teams game needs to get better when it comes to field goal kicking. Mm-hmm. That has to be addressed. Yeah. Because um, if he if he's not going to go for a 47-yard field goal – or what is that uh, – Whatever it is. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Between 30 and 50, Um, he's not going for it. Yes. I mean, then, I mean, then then you're playing, you're not playing good ball. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you need those points. Correct. And if you can't trust your field goal kicker to do it, then, okay, then then play, then I'm okay with playing, kicking him off the team, and we're not going to kick field goals. You know, we'll just have the punter kick extra points. Until Until Big Nuts Lutz Lutz comes back. And I got to yes. throw that in there because, you know, that's a fucking cool name. Yes, it is. And, and okay, so uh, side note. I think. So his mm-hmm. core muscle is messed up, but he can get his wife pregnant? What the fuck up is up with that? So, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. He should I think, be that, I think that's on how football. his core muscle. I think that's how his core muscle got hurt, okay? <laughs> you would know. You but, have children. I, mean, I don't have any of those. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, think, I think we need to get that. Uh, situation fixed mm-hmm. i think uh i think the defensive backs are doing well but they're not working out like, as a complete unit no they haven't had time I, together I, I agree with you on that yeah i, I think right now they're, they're they're five six guys doing their own thing and it's kind of working well with each other but they're not working together as a unit i think that's that, that's another thing once we can get the back five, you know, settled and like working like a cohesive unit, mm-hmm. then 
Other than that PI I, play, I, other than that PI play, where or all OPI play, where was CJ GJ today? Um, I think I think he was he had a couple uh, no tackles for loss, didn't he? No, he was he was lost in the mix today. Was he? Yeah. yeah. He again. He had that OPI against him, but he just wasn't the factor he was last week. And and, and Adebo, I like him. I think he does a very good job. I just. Adi- they're going to pick on Adebo because they're not going to pick on Lattimore. The one yes. thing I'll say about Adebo is he's going to let the receiver get the catch, but they're not going any further than that. And that's great, except for the fact that when they keep doing that down the field. Yes. They're going to say, as they say, was it matriculate? <laughs> they're going to matriculate down the field, yes. Matriculate down the field, yes. <laughs> and and that, honestly, that's what the Giants did today. Yes, they did. Especially in the fourth quarter. Yes, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. So, final thoughts uh, here in the last last minute of the of, the, of this uh, initial podcast. Final thoughts on this team? Um, I don't think we have to worry yet. Um, I think um, we come out as stinkers next week. I think now it's time to worry. Okay. I think if we come out as as low as we did today next mm-hmm. week, then it's then I think it's time to worry. Okay. So because it, we can't have, we can't have uh, a really good defense overplaying like a, just a horrible offense, you know. Mm-hmm. And we can't get the only good thing that saved us today is that you know the other two teams lost today, so we we're, leaving, we're not losing that much you know distance. And I mean, do you want to say that in the fourth game of the season? You know, honestly, right now we'll take whatever we can get. Um, yeah. So, but the Bucks more than likely win today, tonight. Mm-hmm. So it still puts us one game back. I guess that's not the horrible place to be, right? Um, no, no, not it, at all. It's not in the place I I, I want to be. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I I I think that there's no reason to push a batting button yet. I'm concerned. I'm very concerned with this offense. I thought this would be the game where we would see more. More of Jameis, and and, and 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 I mean the good Jameis, and he, he, but with the good Jameis comes the bad Jameis. We didn't see either Jameis, right? Uh, we saw, I, I don't know who the hell we saw today, uh, or who the hell we've seen this season, right? But yeah, let the guy air it out at some. But I, I still, I still in my heart of hearts believe that the reason he's not airing it out is because we don't have the receivers, and they're not, they're not finding separation, right? They're not getting open. And I think at some point he's been told by Peyton, look, if they're not open, don't throw them the ball. You're not going to throw them open right now because you're not, you don't have that chemistry with them. Drew Brees yes. eventually threw receivers open, but it took time to get there, right? He doesn't have that with these receivers. So I think yeah. his directive is if they're not open, don't throw it. And and he's doing a, a good job of that. God, I'm fucking defending this guy, and I hate that. Um but I think that's that's going to get better when we have a better receiving core with with, with Thomas and, and and Smith out there. But I I'm, I'm still concerned, right? I mean, you know, 26 rushes for 120 yards. We should win that game. We win yes. even on the turnover battle at home. We should win that game, and and we just didn't. We just didn't have that. And 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 some of it is Rosas. Some of it is. You know, there were a couple times we were inside the 40-yard line where we're under Lutz. I think Sean Payton goes for the field goal, and that's the difference, right? 21, 20, 26 points. 
yes. 21, we, we this, don't go into overtime, right? It, it's game over, but it, we don't yeah. have that right now. This team, the way it's playing right now is similar to like a team from 15, 16, 17, where we didn't know how to close out games. I could see that. And I think once we once we figure that out, once we learn how to do that, then, yeah, I think we're the team of the last two, three years, you know, 18, 19, and 20. We're making the playoffs. We're, you know, deep pushes into the playoffs. But right now, we don't know how to close out a game. So what you're saying is if we can get good enough, we're going to lose in the NFC Championship game to a balloon call by the referees? Yes. Probably. Sorry, I have to throw that jab in there every time we get a chance yes. to. So. Well, it's it's, it's going to happen to us again. It, it, it is. It is. It is. But as true Saints fan, it's what we're used to, right? I mean, you and I, you know, yes. I still, I was talking to someone today, and, and, and 12 years later, it's still surreal to me to think that we won a Super Bowl. I never thought that would happen. You never thought that would happen. We always talked about it. Honestly, the year before we went to the Super Bowl, we talked about how we as Saints fans are never going to see that happen, right? And and here yeah. we are. We won one. I'd like to see a second one. I'm not convinced it's ever going to happen, but it's just, I don't know. The Jets won one today, so anything is ha- anything's possible. Um, so, uh, first episode of the True Dat podcast. Um, I don't know. This is what we're here for. This is what we're going to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna keep it real. Sometimes real dumb, but we're gonna keep it real. And um, thanks for listening. Anything else, Juan? All right. No, that's it. All right, everyone. Thanks for having a- me. All right, have a good one. All right, see you next week. All right.